0: And when we look yes. at being beach body ready, the fact is you go into Ibiza, there is a beach, you've got a body, so you're ready. Is that the case? For me,
1: that would be fine. You take on board so much of everything else that's kind of the trade of what you should look like. So for me, I couldn't care less what people think. Like, to be beach body better and I would wear a bikini. I've always wore a bikini, I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, and I, I don't feel I look too bad when I have a bikini on. So, for so like me, it's not to be beach body ready, but it's to be more comfortable in the warmer weather. It can feel quite yeah. um if you're a bit bigger. So for me, it's not being beach ready, it's just feeling more comfortable, really. Feeling more comfortable, um, yeah. I would wear a bikini now and not
0: be bothered. Slimming Storage is branching out. I've created a Facebook group, and over the next couple of months, I'll be building the community starting with live slimming story conversations. This is your opportunity to feature on one of the upcoming podcast episodes and share your weight loss journey. Are you with me? All you need to do is just click on the link in the podcast show notes or search for slimming stories within the group feature on Facebook. I would love to see you there. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Simming Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham West. Today's episode is a different take on the normal episode that we normally have. This episode was recorded within my Simming Stories Facebook group, The Charlene Owen. Charlene Owen has changed her dress size from a size 26 to 28 to a UK size 16 and the reason that I wanted to get Charlene on to discuss her weight loss journey with myself in the group is that I just wanted to kind of touch on things that are affecting other people that are losing weight right now that are in that in that moment where they've got those intentions to lose the weight you know just coming out of lockdown all these feels are real and I just wanted to really bring it home to, I guess, to listen to somebody who was still on that weight loss journey, just like Charlene, just like myself and just keep it really real. In this episode, Charlene and I speak about things around body image. We're basically connected when I knew that Charlene had got a, a goal for July and I was wanting to reach a goal for July too and how it's been working towards that goal and what we found when we felt that we wasn't really truly on track, what has been able to bring us back to that goal and where our focus is too. You know, I talk about being bombarded by magazines as it's getting closer to summer, those really dodgy magazines where we see the transformation photos and and having that, that image where we're comparing our own bodies to an image that is not even real because it's been touched up in the studio compared to one that's on a beach full sunshine where you see all the cellulite all the beautiful humps and bumps you know we, we need to get away from that and and just to keep real and i think this is what this episode embodies it's really really real charlene bless is so funny she does make me laugh and when we did this episode and we recorded it within the facebook group this is the first one that i've actually done um, basically Charlene was in a car and the audio kept interrupting which basically meant that I lost Charlene I think either three or four times I think it was three times altogether so the fact that I've been able to take this piece and an editor I feel quite pleased with but you will probably hear that I'll say things along the lines of "all oh, you back and then we laugh about those things obviously but yeah it's a really real episode happy bank holiday Monday I've been super super busy and I'm so excited to get my business off the ground. And I do touch on hypnotherapy within this episode and my experiences with that and that will be one of the therapies that I will be offering very very shortly so I'm very excited just to kind of introduce you very gradually to hypnotherapy and I'll be talking more about that in the upcoming weeks ahead. So, is introducing Charlene Owen to Slimming Stories along with myself, just keeping it real for anybody that is struggling on their journey and everybody that needs a bit of real talk. I guess is introducing our episode. If you just want to start by telling the listeners who you are and a bit about your weight loss story today, and then we'll get started. Uh, hello, everyone. So I'm Charlene. I
1: am just 35. From and I live in Sheffield. I have probably been overweight since I was about 12 but it never really bothered me I think um at my biggest I got to a size 26 probably could have been a 28 um had I have gone on a few more weeks at uh, my turning point was going to Evans and being told that something didn't fit and I was already in a 26 then and They didn't have the next size up uh, and I went to Slimming World the same day. Um, It's been quite an up and down journey and I think in the space of about eight years, I've probably lost and gained and then lost probably the total of about 20 stone. I'm still currently classed as morbidly obese, (laughs) even though I've lost 10 stone.
0: And why I wanted to invite Charlene on today was just to... To talk about how we get back on the saddle after covid you know after after all that time being indoors, I think the first lockdown wasn't too bad because it was nice and sunny and it was summer and all all was well. Then came the winter, and I think it's all about you know just getting back out there, getting back on it, and how we how we feel doing that when I think quite a lot of us have, have gained weight over over being indoors, because we've not had that, you know, being active or anything like that. And I just wanted to remind anybody that's listening, um, just about, you know, those magazines that you can buy, There's magazines that you can buy in the summer, and it will be like, look at this lady, look at this star, that you know, she was on the beach, and then it shows you like this really bad lighting, and like cellulite, and things like that. And then like a, like almost like a transformation post after that's obviously in a in a duller lie, more flattering. And how those kind of magazines are published, ready for when we need to be. There's lots of noise about being <laughs> beach body ready. Isn't there, Charlene? Isn't there? Lots of noise about being beach body ready. Dear me. Dear me. We have to, honestly... People don't. have no idea what it's like to do a podcast. I can remember being on to Aoife in island, and uh, I had to get my husband and I was like, why is, this, why is this happening to me? And we was like filming in a storm. So what I'm saying there, Charlene, before you go again is, you know, can you remember that time where there was lots of these magazines? I think they're still out there, you know. I don't really buy magazines. The photos were like really awful.
1: They're all enhanced as
0: well, aren't they? They're all um, photoshopped and edited. It's not really giving a true picture. <laughs> no, and I'm sure they'd also get people like running down the beach, <laughs> running down the beach, and then taking like the image, and then doing the transformation of where you know the inner like a studio, fantastic light, and it's like what the hell? What even is this magic? What is this magic? It's crazy. I tell you, it's some magic that's not in my own going to show you. <laughs> it's definitely not in my house absolutely I mean I've, I can't remember the last time I wore a, a string bikini definitely um I think it was in my 20s but you know I, w- I was just touching on there about being beach body ready and you mentioned there before you cut off for the first time that you've lost this 10 stone and then you've like gained it again and I think what I love about you Charlene is I can really relate to your story and I got in touch with you recently just because I knew that you'd got a, a goal ready for July and i got something in mind for July. And I thought we'd just bring you on and just talk about that and also getting that momentum and then slipping back and then keeping on it.
1: Obviously really been a great deal to look forward to over the last few months and I think it's been quite depressing not really having a goal obviously being summer ready but you can't really go anywhere last year my friend got engaged and she asked me to be her chief bridesmaid the wedding is in Ibiza mm. and it's fingers crossed planned for the end of July this year obviously if things change it will be next year so my kind of goal, I don't necessarily have a size or a weight that I would like to get to. It's just perhaps a little bit more streamlined to where I am now. I don't want to be skinny. That's not a goal for me is to be thick thin. I just want to feel a bit more comfortable when it's warm. I think being bigger as well in the warmer weather always has its own difficulties about what you're going to wear how are you going to manage the heat and I just mm. wanted to be able to be there on the day and feel more comfortable in my outfit and just in general uh, and I didn't want to be looking back at the photos in years to come thinking oh god I wish that I looked a bit different because that that was one of my biggest things of one of my own photo memories is I can't believe I looked like that, and it really upset me for a long time, and I just didn't want that for this. Yeah, as I said, I didn't want to get hung up on, like, I must get to a size 10, I must lose five stones. I think, for me, that's a bit unrealistic. I just wanted to perhaps drop a dress size, so there'd be more choices for me, and I wouldn't feel like I'd have to squeeze myself into something just to say that I've got something that fits. That was kind of my ultimate goal but for the summertime, really, was... To feel a bit
0: better body wise yeah, and just be be a bit more confident when you're on that on that beach at that wedding, and God, that's so exciting, I really hope it, you know fingers crossed it goes ahead, so I'm just gonna just finish off where Charlene left there to say that I got in touch with charlene we've we'd got this both got this goal around July, and I wanted to speak to that I guess that momentum piece. You know that momentum where you really want to to lose the weight and you, you try are trying to push through and and really really get to that goal. And what's helped me is that I have been going to hypnotherapy. Went in December, a session in December, um, and I've recently had a had another session. And the reason that I've chosen to take on board hypnotherapy as a therapy is that I recognise that sometimes that push through doesn't seem to come very easy and that hypnotherapy is something that can really help you. If you really struggle in times of of chaos and your focus is all over and it's really hard to get on board the, the weight loss train and really monitor and you focus on your food, then what hypnotherapy can actually do is basically have a conversation with your subconscious mind. So when we think on a conscious level, so for example, we all think, "Okay, I really don't want to have that cake. I really don't want to have that cake. I really don't want to have that cake. And then what actually happens is your subconscious will connect to have that cake, have that cake, have that cake. So it's a bit of a a bit of a battle. And it's almost like the more that we say it to ourselves the more we actually want the cake. And what hypnotherapy will allow to happen is a process of change. So, for example, the one thing that I noticed is straight away, my portion size was literally, literally halved. I was not wanting to clear the plate. And when I've, in the past, done slimming world, I've loved pasta. Honest to God, I'm sure I've got like Italian blood in me somewhere. And I would eat and eat and eat and eat pasta. But as a result, especially probably since March, since I was furloughed, and I've actually now left my day job set on my own business, spending more time indoors, having the pasta, which is free, um, and having potato, which is free, I just ended up feeling like an an absolute, an absolute barrel and not eating to my to my hunger, I guess. So although what I was eating was a healthy plate, I was really struggling just to to eat to to my appetite and what the hypnotherapy process allows to happen is it allows you to recognize reconnect with those hunger feelings and when you're actually full instead of thinking I'm not going to eat that because that could allow me to put weight on you naturally feel satisfied with your plate so it's 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 a fantastic tool to use if you've I think if you've really struggled with particular food groups that send you over the edge, like, I don't know, whether it's chocolate or wine, and you know that these things will mean that this will jeopardise your weight loss journey, you know, hypnotherapy is just a fantastic thing to to try. Hi, Charlene. So where was we? <laughs> Third time uh, I, am, I am listening all the way through. I have heard everything. <laughs> I don't know why it keeps going off. No, it's fine. It's fine. So what you're saying there is that you've got this wedding coming up and that you was wanting to feel confident. It wasn't about getting to a small size, but you're wanting to feel confident. And, and when we look yes. at being beach body ready, the fact is you're going to Ibiza, there is a beach, you've got a body, so you're ready. Is that the case? For me, that would be fine. You take on board so
1: much of everything else that's kind of, portrayed of what you should look like so for me i couldn't care less what people think like to be beach body ready, and i would wear a bikini i've always wore a bikini
0: i'm not going to stop now <laughs> no absolutely um, and I, I don't feel i look too bad
1: when i have a bikini on so for like me it's not to be beach body ready, but it's to be more comfortable in the warmer weather it can feel quite uncomfortable yeah um if you're a bit bigger so for me it's not
0: being beach ready it's just feeling more comfortable really feeling more um, comfortable yeah I would I would wear a bikini now and not be bothered no. I went on
1: holiday just in this country last week and had swimwear on and it didn't bother me and I did joke actually that I was like a reject from uh, Baywatch but that was
0: just that. because
1: I'm always <laughs> used to kind of doing yeah the funny thing and I actually thought I looked okay in my swimming costume I went when we went away last week,
0: but I don't really care what the people think. I know, cause I know, I know that you posted on Instagram and said something about your boobs or something. I mean, you know, I've got a big chest, but then my family, all my family, are so we're used to curves. We're used to not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's not a case of we have to like hide away. It's a case of we stand with a you know a strong back, and that's you know it is who we are, and we show the curves off. We're not scared to to do that and I think when you sent that photo over on Instagram and you were saying you mentioned about your boobs all, and I'm like my you looked amazing it's funny though; you mentioned about being confident in your bikini and yet you're on about being a, um, a Baywatch reject you looked amazing in it honestly you, you really think, look fine I think, I think it's kind of just because I'm so used to being fat and funny it's always
1: been my go-to what has been uh, not even like a coping mechanism it's just been something that I've, I've never Really had a problem with doing, um and I think that's probably perhaps the reason why, just to make a joke out of things. Yeah.
0: And it's not a confidence thing. I think it's because I was so used to doing it yeah, when I was like a habit bigger. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a habitual thing. Yeah. You spoke about there about going to Ibiza and want to be comfortable, and I know that we we've been messaging back and forth, and and at the point where I felt that you know I was struggling, that's when I went and had more hypnotherapy. So how did you get over that lull that you had when, you you know, we was, we was in touch, wasn't we, we were messaging? And then I know, I think I had my lull first and then you had your lull. How, what, what does it take for you to get back on track? So um, obviously I've, I've done
1: swimming for years and years, but it's only really since Christmas this year that I've ever done a food plan. I've ever sat and wrote down so like on a Sunday I've started my week from the Sunday catered my shopping around my food plan, I've always tracked food but I've never ever thought ahead it's a really good thing to try and keep your mind focused because I knew from when I got home right this is what's for tea tonight and I knew that I was within my plan and I think when you get home or when you've been out or when it, it comes to time for food and it's like right what shall I have you're looking through the cupboards that's That's um, a key time for me to binge is when I'm cooking food. I'll I'll have a biscuit, I'll have chocolate, whatever there is. I'll have something out of the fridge. I don't want it, but it is such a habit that I've got myself into. And Mm. i found that having that plan and then spending the time where I would have been picking and nibbling on bits of food out of the cupboard, I'm now spending that time preparing the food, cooking it, and then it's done. I know, obviously, when we
0: started, we were doing a really good buddying system. Yeah. Um, and I think for anybody that's kind of
1: listening, if you're not confident in going to the groups or attending somewhere face-to-face, there's always other means to do that. There's always going to be somebody that's looking for a bit of support. It just depends where you want to go for that. It doesn't always have to be face-to-face. Obviously, we've never met, but probably spoken on and off for the last three or four months.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's
1: been, it's been really positive for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really helped me too. And I think since lockdown, lots of things have changed since lockdown. But what this has really helped me to do is really think about nutrition a lot, lot more. When I'd um, frozen,
1: you were talking about
0: how you were eating pasta and potatoes quite a lot. Yeah, I revisited my
1: Slimming World data books, so all the stuff that you get when you're a starting person. And I've never done feed and protein, just feed and protein meals. And it's surprising how much you rely on rice, Mm. potatoes, and like baked beans. Although it's a free food, I think that was where I saw the difference. So I don't know whether it's how I process them in my body differently or I was the quantity. But I definitely saw a change from just putting those three things
0: out. Really looking at a healthy diet in terms of the actual food rather than it being like a free food. And... And since I've been looking at nutrition and, and calories and, like you say, looking at protein, because there are carbohydrates, and I didn't realise, and still I started looking at the nutrition around foods, that like there's carbohydrates in and, and fruit and vegetables. I think it does take a little bit of time yeah. to get your mind to rethink about food again. And I really
1: struggled in, right, what am I going to have? What can I eat? What am I going to have for each meal? And that was where the planning for the week really came in. Yeah. Um, and actually, the, the meals, aside from missing the potatoes and rice and
0: the beans, I didn't actually have to cut anything else out and it was the stuff that I was already eating. I think it was just relooking looking at what you're cooking and how you're doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. I find that, for me, having, having things like oil and butter, having the calories from oil and butter, I'd rather have some oil and some butter not have large amounts of pasta but I have my calories from that I have my calories from my protein and healthy fruit and vegetables I'd rather have that on a plate than have like a massive plate of pasta and that when I was doing the slimming world and I was on that plan basically my main dish was I was having pasta for lunch I was having pasta for tea and although it's free food my, my belly my actual gut just it, it's basically a bit I'll say it's not really you, messed up but it's just are you vegetarian Claire I went vegan. Uh, I've tried a vegan diet. At the beginning of the year, I went four months vegan. But I don't I don't eat a lot of meat, but I do like fish. So yeah. a lot of the meals I eat now are around fish, tuna fish. And then having, like, lots of uh, really nice vegetables roasted. But yeah, then yeah. having some meat to like, that and eggs. I love eggs. Yeah, and that that's really, really helped me. And I think, you know... When we think about these big goals around being, you know, beach body ready, being, you know, wanting to get ready for your friend's wedding. I'm wanting to get my wedding rings back on (laughs) in place. We just need to think that, you know, that is the ultimate goal. But just be kind to ourselves and recognise that, you know, it it doesn't have to happen overnight. And what is the worst thing that's going to happen, you know, like, like with yourself? What's the worst What's the worst possible thing if you if you go on holiday and maybe feel a little bit uncomfortable? You know, it's 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 not the lifetime, and just the same with with my wedding rings. You know, what's the worst possible thing? You know, I'm still married. I'm still married. Exactly. There. Exactly. And and that that's the thing. And when you start thinking about things differently, thinking about your mindset, then it's almost like that the when the pressure is eased, then you you can you can live a little can't you that pressure doesn't come from anywhere else though, just yourself exactly yeah Um, and i think it's some of some of the pressure is a
1: good is good because that's how you you know that's how you get on with your life but keeping loads of negative
0: pressure on yourself is no good for your own well-being really is it that's it and I think that's why I didn't want to say right by July I've got to have
1: lost five stone. I don't think it's realistic and that's why it's just I'd like like my top to fit a bit better yeah
0: I I wouldn't like my breast to get you know that kind of thing yeah Um, rather than thinking I must shed this weight that's it I think uh, really focusing on lifestyle goals is a lot healthier way than putting pressure around numbers and figures on your weight loss journey. And I, I've really loved, and I know you're probably saying, my God, she's crazy, but I've really enjoyed my morning runs. It's really been beneficial to me. Got me in a really good um, mindset for the day. I've really, really enjoyed it. And I know that you're up against uh, the clock, Charlene, because you, is your daughter nearly ready? I'm all right, I've, I've, I'm all right for another 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. and then I'll Right. Okay. If my son bursts through the door, he's on his way back from the gym. So uh, we sh- we shall see. And you know, it's like who we're, who were trying to who we're trying to prove. Are we ever going to be in one of those magazines? And I was, you know, looking at in this terrible bikini, and then in a in a Photoshop. Biki- we're not, are we? We're not going to be in that position. Um, well, you might be love, but I'm not being slashed sl- <laughs> across uh, hockey <laughs> it's the hockey magazine. the string number for <laughs> never going to happen to me, surely. I promise you that. It's never going to happen.
1: I think as well, you know, even if you've not had a massive weight loss, that, you don't have to be a success to have
0: lost loads and loads of weight. Yeah. Um, even just recognising that you need to make some changes is, is a massive step. Yeah. Um, but it takes people a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I think to get to it doesn't take... it? It can do and it is around mindset and it is, you know, then things come into your life where you will react because I would say like 99.999% of people that attend uh, weight loss clubs have basically response to, you know, emotions, uncomfortable emotions uh, with food. And that's what they do. And then it's like, okay, well, we need to, we need a plan of action where really the first thing that, you know, should come before any weight loss plan is actually looking at, the reasons and exploring the reasons why we're reaching for the food instead of processing the emotion. Within a general general slimming kind
1: of setting, you you don't get to explore that. And I think it's
0: only Mm. perhaps when you're
1: in the middle of your journey or perhaps you've, you've got to a target weight, for example, that you might be able to look at that. I think stuff like that would be really
0: positive to look at within a group setting, but you just don't get the time. Um, nice. you
1: know, to explore
0: that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's what I'm open to do with obviously the and stories and just to to have those have those conversations that we need to have. You know, by all means, you know these groups are amazing, but they are time focused, time conscious. And to be honest, I think I've got a lot of benefit from being online and having conversations around other people, other people on Instagram that are really real, that are really true about their their journey and hearing about, you know, from their post when, when they've struggled to have a run. The lady that I published on the podcast this week was from somebody that I interviewed way back at the beginning, and she spoke about going out for a run and really, really struggling. And I thought I can really relate to that. My last run, which was on Wednesday, really struggled. I wanted to stop. And then my friend was, well, like, pushing me know, through. You feel,
1: you feel for a run, though, didn't you?
0: And I think yeah. it's
1: not all sometimes it's not
0: always you're not always going to have a brilliant week and it's how you then recover and carry on and you
1: don't like oh god I've not you know another day has gone by and I've I've not done what I set out to do I think having that mindset is wrong um and you've you've kind of got to give yourself the opportunity to to make, make things right again and even if there's no success still maintaining a healthy lifestyle is the success without
0: it on the scales kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, the, the scales, the issue with me for the scales is that I'd just got my head in a really, really negative space with scales. I think I spoke to you before oh, where...
1: I'd be obsessed with scales. Yeah,
0: where I think I would I would go like every month and I was trying to do like every three weeks and every two weeks. And Vic is, I don't know if Vickers on still, but um, we've, we've met up and we've spoke about... Slim and World and, and Nutrition and so she she isn't a Slim and World fan and um I spoke about in particular the scales um and what she basically says is if, if the, you weigh every day and then look at an average and to me the thought of weighing every day is like alien it's like oh my there's no way I'm gonna yeah, weigh, every day. I, you'll weigh every day. Yeah however however having weighed every day it stopped me being obsessed with the scales. Now, when you think about what it actually means is the actual science basically means that you're looking at an average because of the fluid that you can retain. And what's happened in the past when I've gotten the scales, maybe if I've been working away and I've had a lot of carbs, even though I've been on plan, that can affect my weight loss um, or yeah. what I've, even what I've eaten in that day, you know, whether I've had soup at lunch or whether I've had a, a pasta Dish, all of this gonna affect your weight loss because of the the fluid that you can that well, you no can retain. No Everyone goes to Slimming World before they have the tea. Everyone <laughs> always goes to Slimming World before they have the tea. Make sure they go for a wee. Um, no one's going to Slimming World after eating a full Sunday dinner, are they? <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's what you have to do. But no, there's definitely a conversation around being weighed and. Not being scared of the scales because just looking at the science behind it. Yeah, that's definitely a conversation. And I can't wait to see your photos in Ibiza. You're going to look amazing in, in that. Are you going to put that on Instagram? In the string, in the string number. It'll be amazing. <laughs> it will be. Absolutely. It will be. And I'm sure you're going to, yeah, you're going to have a great time. And I can't wait to to hear all your stories about how that will be for you. So have a great evening. Thanks, everyone, for joining. And um, yeah, you're welcome. Take care. And I'll speak soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye. I think what I really love about this episode is when Charlene talks about being a success isn't necessary about having a fantastic weight loss. It's not about being skinny. It's not about, you know, necessarily being at Target. It is just about making those, you know, those lifestyle changes and sticking to those, which let's face it, they're, they're the, the key components of holding together a real transformation weight loss story, aren't they? It's about taking habit, changing it up and then sticking with that and doing it again and again and again and not getting sucked up into the negativity of, you know, it's summer and I'm not at Target or I've been on the journey for so long and I'm still not at Target. It's about, Taking healthy steps forward and then rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat until you find the momentum to carry it forward and then then reach the goal, but you know success is not just about being at target, and I've listened to lots of members in the past that have reached target and then they've gone and put the weight back on because it's it's that intensity, isn't it, and this is what we speak to. This podcast the fact that you know, take the pressure off yourself, take the pressure off, and whatever those healthy changes are, whatever you've decided to commit to yourself to do, commit to yourself and make that intention real. Make it bold, make it bright, make it the thing that you really, really aim for. But don't put such pressure on your shoulders that it feels too heavy and you don't actually get off the starting line. If it's feeling too heavy, then just you know reassess and it could be as things come in and out of your life as you know situation changes that it could be that you this is a process that you just reevaluate and i think the important thing is just not to stop don't stop keep moving forward but reassess if you need to and you know look at that pressure and don't don't drown yourself under the pressure that you're under especially now you know it's coming up to summer and it's all about the summer clothes, and it's all about showing our bodies off. And listen to Charlene when she says, you know, she's gonna be on the beach in a bikini, but she has always been on the beach in a bikini, whatever size she has been. And that is some confidence, isn't it? That is body confidence. And you've got to love yourself. You've got to be able to look in the mirror and look at that reflection and be happy with what you see. And what do you need to do today to put that focus into action? What changes can you make just to be a little bit more at peace with your reflection? What changes can you put into play to make you feel more body confident? Have a real think about it. And, you know, if you've got clothes in your wardrobe that do not scream, this is me this year, get them out of sight. Either put them in a suitcase, get them in a loft. Recycle them, send them to the charity shops. You know, really focus on on you in this moment, in this moment now, on building your body confidence now, and don't get swept away by the shudder wood Think about you in this moment now, and just like Charlene said, you know, you may be on that beach in Ibiza in your stringy bikini and absolutely loving your best life, and I really wish that for you ibiza my goodness i would love to be there so so jealous it it sounds amazing and i'm I'm really hopeful that wedding goes ahead for july and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of similar stories and if you're new to the podcast please hit subscribe wherever you found me and that would really help me to climb the podcast charts so until next time take care have a great week and focus your intentions focus your intentions Don't beat yourself up, take the pressure off and I'll be here next week with more Slimming Stories. Take care.